Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, it's Chad Bearden and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. I'm trying to remember someone I can't forget. Like a song I don't know that I can't get out of my head. Can't seem to shake the face of... Hi listeners and welcome to another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Uh, today on the show... We'll welcome back our good friend, Laura Mustard. We'll um, catch up with Laura about what she's been doing since, uh, 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 since uh, the last time she was on, uh, as, well as, uh, as well as her incredible new record, and we'll dive into something that, that uh, we don't usually cover. Um, this is going to be fun. Uh, but uh, as we wait for Laura to come on, uh, I did want to tell you guys uh, uh, something real quick. Uh, I'm coming up on August 20th at at a 4:30 at uh, uh, 4:30 Central. Uh, we are celebrating our 10-year anniversary, which is which is uh, totally unbelievable. Um, um, I'm lining up. I'm trying to get a uh, past guest on, um, a couple past co-hosts. Uh, it's going to be a party. But um, I think we've got a Laura on. So with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and welcome back our good friend Laura Mustard to the show. Hey, Laura, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well, Cody. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, um, thank you for doing this again today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so let's just just uh, dive right into this thing. Uh, you released a uh, a pretty awesome new record recently, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, I have a new project out called Typewriter. I'm excited that it's out in the world. You know, uh, <laughs> and when I dove into this record, I did not expect a title track. Uh, uh, to have have actual typewriter sounds in it. <laughs> oh yeah, we had to be totally authentic and really represent it with the true typewriter. Like 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 I've I have one that I brought from home to the studio. We just held the mic up to it and just yeah, <laughs> recorded all the sounds from the keys to the carriage sliding to the ding when it hits the end of the end of the row there. So we really had a great time and used the typewriter to its full potential. <laughs> Y'all went all out for that, uh, didn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. No, we definitely wanted to do it, do it authentically. <laughs> uh, uh, and and the video for Typewriter. Now, um, correct me if I'm wrong. That was filmed in in an old antique uh, typewriter shop in Nashville. Yeah. So there's a typewriter shop right outside of Nashville. I guess called Nashville Typewriter. Um, mm-hmm. And he actually now has like a brick and mortar store that he opened up. His name's Kurt Jackson, but he, at the time, like when we filmed it last year, he kind of had just a workshop on his property. So we kind of went up to his workshop that was in this old barn that was just filled with rows and rows of typewriters. And as a typewriter nerd myself, it was really fun to kind of just hang out all day and check out all the different models and talk about all the different models because he's a huge collector and knows how to repair them and sell them online and stuff. So there were several times where the director was just waiting around while we were talking about typewriters before we could get the next shot. But we definitely had a, had a great time that day. 
Oh, I can imagine. And 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 uh, from knowing you as long as I have, uh, mm-hmm. I get the sense that you're an old soul. In the fact <laughs> that 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 and, and, and we uh, had this in common. I'm such a sucker for for uh, handwritten cards and letters. It's not even funny. Right. It's, yeah, it's, I think I think I, I think we have that in common for sure. <laughs> there's just something uh, cool and nostalgic about about a uh, handwritten letter. I have no idea what it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, some of that I think is just a, a tactile feeling that you could hold it in your hand in kind of our digital age. And like, I think a lot of people are like, like, like that's why the kind of hipster motif and the throwback stuff I think is so popular is just people are looking for a way to balance out our digital age and having something you can really hold and see either someone's handwriting or even just like the marks of the typewriter on the paper too. I think just having that right. handwritten or kind of tactile thing just means a lot to people. Right. Uh, <laughs> and this is kind of, um, I'm kind of crazy. I'm 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 telling off myself here, but but I have a drawer full of uh, of uh, handwritten cards and letters that I've received over the years from from uh, former podcast guests, and I and that, I love it. That's awesome that you hold on to all that and save it and have that drawer to reach back into. Literally, <laughs> that's wonderful. I just absolutely love it. You know, I mean, uh, and and I guess that comes with with. Uh, my my uh, uh, my love of just just words and just uh, the uh, the uh, English language in general. I mean, I I'm a big wordsmith, you know. Yeah, I know that, and that's so cool that well, you know that that you gravitate to kind of country music too, and that's all about the storytelling and the words and the wordplay. I think people who are very kind of word driven. Kind of go to that Absolutely. that genre of music too. So that's cool that you're right. such a champion of that kind of music, but then it spills over to your love of words and cards and the tactile kind of Absolutely. You know, sense of that. It's all connected. Uh, <laughs> right. And and uh, and and going back to your your uh, typewriter record for a second, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of things I wanted to uh, I wanted to mention. Uh, you wrote six sure. of the eight tracks by yourself, which is yep. cool. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I mean, and these tracks range from like the like uh, typewriter that we just mentioned to mm-hmm. to uh, you've got a song about a social media. You've got a song about mm-hmm. just a wide range of things. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was it was kind of cool those projects. So like, I had a song called "Unfriended" that was about like watching an ex move on on social media, which is more of a universal experience in the same age. And then and then I I wrote the typewriter song with a friend of mine. But having those two was like, oh, it'd actually be kind of cool to have, you know, a whole project about technology. And then I think like a few months later, the the pandemic hit, and then all we had was technology to kind of connect us. Right. So the timing of that kind of worked out well too. But that's kind of what sparked this project of like, let me dive in for a minute and really see how many different angles I can look at technology from. And some really do celebrate it, like show and tell, and then some talk about kind of the pitfalls 
of that kind of over-reliance on it or even kind of, self, you know, self-esteem or shame and kind of those things that kind of social media can drive right. in this day and age. So I, I am pr- proud of this project that it does go in so many different directions around technology for sure. One of my favorite lines of the project, uh, totally, and and yeah. you don't even sing this. <laughs> it's it's uh, <laughs> it's line. Yeah, I'm not gonna sing the word corona. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, that's on a song called "Love in the Time of," which is kind of a play on the um, on the novel the title "Love in the Time of Cholera." Right, and right. Then, so the whole and, and and the kind of hook of that is like we have love in the time of, but it never actually finishes the line. So then in right. the bridge, it kind of has that kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not going to say Corona. I'm not going to say Corona. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I mean, I, I got to that line, and I'm like, she really went there. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like like I'm like I think that kind of like also points at just some of the frustration of that time of like, and you've kind of heard mm-hmm. it everywhere and there's phrases right. like, um, you know, like um, in these uncertain times and you hear on like every ad and stuff and you're like, everyone just needs to Yeah, stop. you're like, <laughs> make it stop, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say, and like, and, and like when I was originally writing it, I was like, well, is there something I could like rhyme Corona with and like have it be interesting? I was like, no, I'm not even going to put it in the song. It's fine. I'm, like, I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, I mean, I might have laughed out loud when I, when 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 I heard that line. I might have laughed out loud. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. Part of me wasn't sure if it, if, if it would kind of pull people too much out of the song, if it was like too disruptive. But I just kind of liked that yeah. very blunt and kind of tongue in cheek. So I it's liked that point. it made you laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You definitely resonated with it, which is good. It's definitely to the point. I will say that. Uh, right. You know, exactly. uh, and. And uh, pretty much, well, uh, uh, um, a couple of the songs deal with with uh, a topic that 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 uh, we don't 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 cover much much uh, during the podcast, and that's that's mm-hmm. a special need, uh, specifically yeah. uh, what you've been dealing with, and uh, mm-hmm. and I know, I know I messaged you. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and and asked if you'd be be open to talking about this, and and yeah. and as a host, I tried to get as close to that line as possible of being mm-hmm. professional, and and mm-hmm. and letting my listeners in on 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 the artist's personal life. Sure. Uh, uh, um, and like I said. And like I said, I try to get as close to that line as humanly possible, but but mm-hmm. but once you cross it, there's no going back. So uh, <laughs> nice. there's there's a thin line there, and and I'm really glad that you you uh, uh, said to me that that yeah, uh, um, um, you were uh, open to talking about it. So uh, so so we take it away. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like I, I, I like that kind of that, that that line that that you just said of like you know once you cross that line, there's no kind of going back. You kind of can't put the genie back in the bottle, I guess. Where, and that's how I kind of felt too. Or it wasn't something I really talked about openly. But when I was promoting my last project, Treehouse, 
um, in the summer of 2020, I had like a urinary blockage and had to have um, emergency surgery to fix it and then two follow-up surgeries. And while that was going on, I was starting to promote like my first singles that were coming out. So it just felt very disingenuous to be on social media like, hey, look how awesome my, you know, life is and check out my new song when like my world was kind of falling apart behind the scenes and I had a urine drainage bag and was seeing my urologist all the time. So I just started posting about it on social media too. I'm like, hey guys, here's what I'm going through and actually posted a selfie with me in my urine drainage bag. Um, and as a kid, I was teased a lot for this kind of medical stuff. So I learned to like compartmentalize it, not really talk about it a lot. So I was really nervous before I posted that kind of selfie, but um, the response overall was very positive and kind of accepting. And also just opened up this whole community of other people online with special needs, with catheter issues and latex allergies. And I was born with something called Bader syndrome too, which is really just a cluster of, uh, birth defects that are commonly found together. And so finding other people online, too, who are living with that was a really powering or really empowering thing to have happen. So because I kind of let it <laughs> let it out of the bag there and kind of had it first happen on social media, actually, then I started writing about it a lot more. And there's two songs on the album that kind of dive into that show and tell that kind of talks about celebrating that on social media and then hide and seek kind of dives into why I think I might be a little more dependent on social media. And some of that does go back to this kind of childhood teasing stuff and never feeling good enough and feeling awkward about my body and just the fact that it's different and has all these special needs. Um, so really diving into the, I guess, pathology of my social media um, kind of dependency, for lack of a better word. But um, but, in the, but in the course of that, it does kind of tell the story of my medical stuff versus, um, and then, yeah, and then that's on called Hide and Seek because I just had this image of playing Hide and Seek with, like, a six-year-old version of myself who was very carefree and happy. It wasn't until, like, really, you know, maybe second or third grade that I started getting teased more that I learned to be very secretive about it, I guess. But before that, I just didn't care. Um, and so just trying to get get back to that kind of vulnerable, excited, like unashamed kind of version of myself. And it just kind of felt ironic that I spent so many years trying to hide this part of myself when it turned out to be one of the more interesting things about me and something that did create this really cool community online. So it's like, why, why are you hiding from it? You know, so that's, that's kind of what that song plays. So that's, I guess, all of it in a nutshell. But I'm happy to dive into that more talk more about it for sure <laughs> uh now now uh now you you may or may not know this but i've got special needs myself uh i've been mm-hmm. in in a wheelchair my entire life so uh mm-hmm. uh i totally understand where you're you're uh 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 coming from I totally get it. I mean, if sure, if anybody in this world gets it, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, uh, and like, and, yeah. And like, no, continue. <laughs> no, uh, I was just gonna say, uh, uh, I really appreciate you opening up about it. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like, and like, I think kind of growing up, like right before social media, for me, it it. it it felt like I was the only kid in the world who had all this medical stuff. Um, 
So I do, I do think it's cool to kind of see that kind of empowering thing on social media and see people connect and see kind of support groups or even hashtags around these issues and see these kind of communities form. Um, but I know it's, yeah, then it, but it's kind of cool to meet other people like you who have special, you know, special needs that can really relate to what that experience is like growing up with it and living with it when your body is just different and there's a lot of, time you have to spend just taking care of yourself that other people might not, you know, so it is a unique little journey there that we're all kind of figuring out if you are part of the special needs community. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. and a few years ago, mm-hmm. I got smacked in the face hard by, by uh, uh, how much I need to take care of myself, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It was something I'll never forget. Uh, and uh, uh, but but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, um, like I said earlier, uh, 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 if if anybody understands, if anybody uh, understands that more than anybody, else, uh, more than 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 anybody else, yours truly. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. And that's and that's and that is really cool to be able to connect with other people who really know what that's like. Because um, it is a very unique experience, kind of navigating life with it for sure. Absolutely. And and it's a challenge, but but mm-hmm. but I always say that that my disability is not a disability. It's an ability and an opportunity. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it for sure. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Very positive. Of course, I mean, <laughs> I mean, living with this uh, for my entire life—that's that's pretty much the only way I have to look at it. You know? Yeah, exactly. No, I think I think it's it's easy to kind of get like downtrodden or frustrated by it, but trying to find the positivity in it. But I think it's also okay sometimes to say that, like, you know what, this is hard sometimes, or this is frustrating. Right. And let, right. l- letting yourself feel that without like kind of dwelling in it, but just acknowledging it versus saying like you can't ever feel bad about it like that's okay too to have those moments those hard days but my experience usually usually there's more good days than bad and focusing on that (laughs) focusing on the things you can do you know that that is definitely helpful too for sure but just having that balance of you know acknowledging the frustration and celebrating the good at the same time (laughs) uh uh when did this turn into a self-help podcast (laughs) (laughs) here we are (laughs) <laughs> exactly. We, I just, I just, uh, I followed the conversation where it led, and boom, here we are. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's but, but that's really cool. That it takes such a positive turn, and hopefully, advice that can help other people whether right. they have special needs or not too. I think that is good kind of life advice too. But especially if you do have that adversity with special needs, oh yeah, engine for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, now. Uh, 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 I'm switching gears here here, here a second. Uh, mm-hmm. I did want to talk about. Uh, I know I know typewriter's been out for a little while. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you thought about the next about the the next project? That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I have like another idea kind of in mind. That's where my mind works. I have a title in mind and kind of a track list of ideas, but I haven't whittled it down, or there ideas of songs I'd like to write or finish. There's more of kind of an idea up there, but I'm hoping to flesh that out more this year, next year, and kind of go 
go from there. But nothing, nothing definitive. More in the drawing board stage, which is always a right. fun place to be for sure. <laughs> right. Hey, what uh, are the possibilities? <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but but I'll be in the Nashville area in October. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, tell me, tell me what dates. That'll be so great to like meet up in person finally. I don't think we've ever actually met in person, despite all of our online and phone conversations. That'd be fun. Right, to meet uh, uh, <laughs> I was talking to somebody last week. Uh, well, um, um, this past Friday, I was talking to somebody here on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, said, said, uh, we've never met in person either. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> right. so, so, uh, yeah. I'll be there at the end of October. I'm, I'm actually nominated uh, for an award show this year, uh, and the show is going to be at the uh, uh, Grand Ole Opry House. Amazing. Yeah, I heard that's, that's the Josie's, right? That's, right, right. Uh, that's uh, amazing. It's, Congratulations. Well, <laughs> thank you. It's, it's uh, my third straight nomination for the category. Uh, so so um, I'm... Uh, Hoping this year's the year. That's awesome. No, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. That's really, really exciting. That, and, and and like especially having it at the Grand Ole Opry, what a what a spot to to be at for that. That's amazing. Right. It's a huge honor. Um, As they say, it's, it's an honor just to be nominated. But that's very exciting for sure. <laughs> uh, um, the people that 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 run the awards, uh, they've gone big. Mm-hmm. They've had these awards at at uh, Nissan Stadium. They've had them wow. at. At the Opryland Hotel, they've had them at at uh, at Dollywood. They've had them um, pretty much every uh, every big local venue that you can imagine. That's amazing. Yeah, I didn't know they had. They always had a, such a fanfare and <laughs> such an awesome, you know, exciting red carpet award show. That's amazing. It's it's a pretty big deal. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. That's amazing. And, yeah, definitely live it up and celebrate. That's wonderful. And what makes yeah, it and, even and, 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 uh, what makes it even bigger is is mm-hmm. this year a panel of 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 industry experts uh, decided the nominees, mm-hmm. and only like mm-hmm. I'm thinking two and a half percent of of all the submissions got nominated. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty pretty. Pretty pretty thin sliver there that that, that made it through. That's awesome. That's and, right. and that's an and, honor then to be part of that cut. <laughs> and I teased uh, um, as soon as I as soon as I found out I got the nomination. I, I teased I teased this on social media. I go, how extra <laughs> how how extra would it be of me to uh, I roll up to the Josies in a limo this year? <laughs> how extra would that be? <laughs> I mean, if it's at the Grand Old Opry, might as well. Live it up, I guess. <laughs> Live out your dreams. I mean, I'm not going to do it, but I'm, 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 I'm just saying. I'm not going to do it, but I'm just saying. How extra would that actually be? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, here, I'm here to push you into as extra as you need to go. <laughs> That's super oh, exciting. Lord. That's amazing. Well, but, a lot of good uh, ideas. But, <laughs> but uh, a bunch of former podcast guests are nominated, so mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll get to meet a bunch of them in person for the first, uh, uh, for the first time, which which that's exciting in and of itself. Yeah, right. No, that and, that and that's cool that it kind of brings that opportunity to kind of bring that community together in that kind of award show venue and letting mm-hmm. you meet other industry people and people you've met 
more digitally, but finally get to meet in person. That's great that it creates right. that, that that space for that for that connection. Mm-hmm. That's uh, awesome. Cool. And, uh, yeah, congratulations. That's and, huge. And uh, uh, and uh, whenever I whenever I had a chance to uh, go to Nashville. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty much always there because because I live uh, about a two and a half hours from Nashville, so I don't live I don't live close per se. So whenever whenever I have the opportunity to go, I'm there. Right? Yeah, no, that's that sounds like a bit of a haul for sure. So that's cool that like when you have that. You know, opportunity to be there. The Josie's in Nashville. You're there. So that was big, really big, nice. And that's pretty cool that you're close enough to come out for a big night. But you know, and you have that opportunity to kind of meet that community that night. That's um, amazing. And, like a huge, huge deal. Right. And what's even cooler mm-hmm. is my aunt actually mm-hmm. lives about uh, 15 minutes from downtown. So I've got a couch to crash on every time I'm there. <laughs> Excellent. Right, that's amazing as well. That definitely always helps to have a have a couch with your name on it in town. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, uh, um, 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 uh, um, just to to uh, kind of wrap things up here. Uh, uh, sure. Uh, uh, first of all, I wanted to say that that I'm really proud of you. Thank you. And and. And I just want to thank you again for for oh for uh, opening up the way you did. Sure. Yeah. No. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I feel like it can kind of like kind of. I guess what what drives me to do that is just growing up, kind of feeling really alone in it. I'm like I was the only one with it. Where if I had stumbled across a podcast or an article about an artist talking about some of the stuff I had. Yeah, you know, growing up with that would have meant a lot. So I just try to talk about it as often as I can to get more yeah. visibility to digestive and urinary issues and allergies and things. <laughs> uh, you know, you know. Whenever I ask a question like that, um, there's always this little voice in my head going, "Murph, you're getting too personal here, bud." <laughs> no, no, it's all good. I'm happy to dive on in and talk talk about it as much as 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 I can. I feel like. For me, it is actually cathartic to kind of share it, but also I just feel like it does help spread that community and just give more visibility and awareness to it, for sure, and right. help people maybe be less less self-conscious about their own differences, too. Right. Uh, well, uh, uh, a last question I've got for you, then I think we're going to gonna, uh, let you go. Is there anything that okay. we uh, haven't discussed today that you'd like to talk about? Um. I mean, no, it's a pretty good, pretty good summary of the album, and there are some music videos that are up on YouTube. There's one for Typewriter. There's one for um, Left My Devices that just came out. There's one for un- un- Unfriended as well. So there definitely are several music videos if y'all want to check that out, or if y'all want to follow along with my adventures. I'm on all the social media places, Laura Mustard or Laura Mustard Music. Um, I think I'm Mustard Laura on Twitter because there's already a Laura Mustard out there. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> feel free to follow along because that, that definitely helps, you know, create more music opportunities with more followers you have and stuff. And yeah, it, it, it was a cool project project about technology though, so it's cool that it's out in the world and sparking some conversations for sure. Right. Well, yeah. uh, 
it was so much fun to get to, to uh, uh, catch up with you, Laura. Yeah, no, it's wonderful talking with you, too, and that's super exciting to hear about the Josies and the big night in Nashville at the Opry. That's quite quite, quite an honor, for sure. Congratulations, man. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with well you. Well earned. Uh, yeah. If I win, I may walk up there and faint on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you, have, do you have, like, a speech or planning with a shampoo bottle just in case ahead of time? <laughs> I've got a few things things uh, rolling around in my head, uh, but but I remember uh, um, um, uh, uh, um, the last time I won an award for the podcast, it was mm-hmm. 2017, I believe. So it's been a few years. Oh wow! Uh, sure. <laughs> I got up there, and I knew I had to thank the host for for yeah. uh, putting the thing on. But after mm-hmm. that, I have no idea what I said. I just ran. <laughs> Right? No, that's 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 a lot of pressure, I guess, when you're on stage and in front of the lights of the big crowd. And I can definitely see a pre-planned speech disappearing pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm I'm just like, well, first I got to thank, first I got to thank Chris, and then I'm just like, my mind just went blank. I'm like, what am I doing up here? (laughs) Exactly. No, that's that's an amazing. Experience, I'm sure, to be on a big stage accepting an award. I'm sure that's you're not the first person that's happened to. You, for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, um, I think we're gonna uh, let you go and let you get back to your evening. But uh, uh, but thank you again sure. for doing this. And you've got a uh, cool. open invitation back to the show anytime that you wanna uh, uh, come back home. And also, also mm-hmm. August twentieth. Is is the show's ten year anniversary? Just putting that out there. Oh wow, that's amazing! Yeah, I might write that down then. No. <laughs> uh, all right, Laura. I'll I'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun to talk with you today. All right. I'll uh, I'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Bye, Cody. All right. Bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, um, the lovely Miss uh, Laura Mustard. Uh, as I said earlier, August 20th at uh, uh, 4.30 Central, we have uh, have uh, 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 um, the uh, show's 10-year anniversary. Uh, so I think with that, I think I'm going to end the episode right here. Uh, you've been listening to uh, Weekdays with Murph. Thank you and goodbye.